This is the Music Therapy Chronicles podcast interview with Guido Milarde. The power of non-musicians' music demonstrates that people have great music inside, some of which are so good that should be performed during concerts, classical concerts, as I did sometimes in the past myself. You're listening to the Music Therapy Chronicles, a podcast about music therapy from a variety of perspectives. Our ambition is to inspire and connect listeners through meaningful conversations, just like a music therapy conference you can listen to anywhere. My name is Trisha Kayati, and I am a board-certified music therapist from the New England region. If you like what you hear, join our group on Facebook and share your own insights and thoughts about the episodes. You can also connect with us on social media and online at Music Therapy Chronicles. Welcome back to the Music Therapy Chronicles podcast. I hope you're having a wonderful day and are feeling energized about this episode. It was really great to interview Guido for this episode of the podcast, and you will probably observe that the style is a little different. Uh, It's more scripted than usual, and there's a lot of reading on my end. So I hope you enjoy the, the, the conversation we have and the words that I express, if perhaps with less fluidity than they were originally stated but um you'll probably that'll probably make more sense as you listen sometimes reading quotes is harder than just hearing people say them right so some of my reading is pretty clunky but please bear with me because in this episode we talk about brain arm which is a compositional method that guido has developed and is honestly really cool to hear about um he facilitates individuals of all abilities and musical backgrounds um, to take their musical ideas and he is the vessel to put that into music that can be written down and performed by trained musicians so he is being the bridge between those ideas and the actual performance of those ideas So I hope you enjoy hearing about that. Um, We will have some recordings from Brain Arm students, as well as, like I said, lots of testimonials and reading on my end. And of course, Guido sharing his vision and um, what he hopes Brain Arm will become and why it is so important. If you're enjoying the podcast, please let us know by subscribing to the show so that The episodes are automatically downloaded to your playing device each week. Please also consider leaving us a review on iTunes. Those reviews really help the podcast be more visible so that more people can find this type of content. And honestly, I think that's what's helping more non-music therapists find the show and um, be interested in being on the show. So please, please consider writing a review. You can also find us online at musictherapychronicles.com and there you can sign up for our newsletter, which you will probably want to be on for some exciting news coming up. 
Also, you can find us on social media at Music Therapy Chronicles on all the platforms and consider joining our Facebook group where I'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback on any of the episodes and topics. And lastly, if you or someone you know is interested in being on the show, please shoot an email over to hello at musictherapychronicles.com. Oh yeah, and if you would like to support the show in one other way, please consider becoming a patron. Patrons have the exclusive opportunity to ask guest questions, and those Patreon contributions really help um, with the show production value and me being able to work on the website and make things more fluid and easier to um, find and use. And yeah, they just help me on the back end be able to produce better content for you guys. I have lots of ideas going forward, so those Patreon contributions are so helpful in helping those ideas be realized, and every little bit counts. And like I said, you can ask guest questions, so if there's a guest you want to have on the show, um, you will know on Patreon, and you can ask them all your questions there. All right, let's get into this interview with Guido. Music composition has always been a monopoly of composers. Since 2011, an incredible method based on human interfacing allows non-musicians to become composers straight away, which affects on self-esteem and other physiological aspects. BrainArm Full Compositional Coaching has been defined as a therapeutic way of composing music and the future of music. We would love to know how about it and what it can do for people's mental health and how it allows them to discover their unique music. The developer, Guido Mollarde, an Italian pianist and recording artist, winner of On Piano Creativity Permanent International Contest. By the way, what you hear in the background is his recent interpretation of Claire de Lune by Debussy. Multi-genre composer, a visionary researcher in the fields of music composition and didactics, and recognized worldwide by some big music personalities. His own music, as well as some piano interpretations, can be found at www.guidomalarde.com. So thank you for being here, Guido. How are you today? Thank you, Trisha. I'm fine. And, and you? I'm well, thank you. I'm well. I'm excited to hear about BrainArm. Thank you very much for uh, inviting me and for this great opportunity to let people know about BrainArm Full Compositional Coaching uh, and uh, how it can help with their personal development and psychology. Great. So what about the brain arm concept why brain and why arm yes basically the concept uh, itself gives the name uh, to the method the person who wishes to compose is the brains while the coach is their hands well i know it should have sound it should have been brain hands but it would have sounded horrible don't you think so <laughs> so i have preferred the italian version of this same saying you are the brains and I am the arm. So brain arm is a synergy between a non-musician and an expert pianist composer. Oh, 
I love that. That's and I love that it's a direct translation from your native language. That's awesome. So in a sense, you are the hands. Yeah, as a pianist composer, I provide my coaching and the whole necessary expertise in terms of composition know-how, as well as the instrumental technique. Basically, most of the time it is me playing on the piano and making examples and not them. And uh, all that happens without me teaching them anything at all. In other words, I function as a sort of a human interface between them and their own music. And I like to think of this uh, human interfacing as a sort of uh, revenge against the machine, uh, since uh, now machines used to believe uh, they will substitute us even in art. If uh, we believe that, I think we will be left more and more heartless, uh, not to mention the laziness that will, this will add to our already impatient lives. However, art is uh, linked to consciousness which uh, thing machines I think will never ever have. Yeah. It'd be interesting if they did develop consciousness. <laughs> yeah. For some aspects it will be interesting. Yeah. But for some others I think it's a problem for us composers and for people. Yeah. How did you come up with this innovative idea? The whole concept came to my mind around 2003 uh, when I asked myself uh, if all people were professional pianists and composers, how would their music sound? Well, it was a sort of mental experiment to me. Let's suppose uh, all people are allowed to turn themselves into great pianists and composers straight away without the need for any training at all. So I asked myself, how would their music sound? My suspect was that everyone has music inside, just waiting for a medium to express itself. So I started giving them a hand, or better, two hands, as a pianist, <laughs> plus uh, my mind as a composer, to allow them to, to allow this inner, hidden, and otherwise silent music to come out, to come to light. And it worked. The, the music always came out and still does without any exception. And not to have my own music composed through them, but rather the opposite, I managed to stay impartial, annihilating my own preferences, letting them guide most of the process the way they want. While I was uh, repeating to myself, Guido, you are just a supervisor. Mm. So that way I do not influence their artistic choices at all. That's very similar to how we do music therapy sessions and letting the client lead in in some theoretical frameworks, but letting the client lead the session and just being the facilitator. Yeah. So um, the capacities of a non-musician are dramatically amplified this way in your method. Yeah. How yeah. is it possible not to influence them? Well, this is a good question. Any brain arm session is basically an alternation of free improvisation and reasoning. But all this is coordinated by means of a thorough method and coaching, which is based on a sort of reverse engineering of the composer's mind. Basically, it is giving them the procedure to follow rather than musical suggestions or ideas. And uh, this procedure is open, not rigid. And right, that is the key to not influence the person during their decisions. 
only by follow, following these steps, the coach will be impartial. So from my end, uh, it's all about walking on eggshells and be very, very listening. Mm. Yeah. Do people trust this? Many do, actually. However, it's not a much about uh, whether or not people trust it. Rather, it's more about how much they believe they have music inside, yeah. although they cannot hear it yet. Regarding the method, some people still do not believe that this is theoretically possible. But I have noticed that when someone is encouraged, encouraged by me to try it anyway, for example, when I give Brainam as a present to a friend, they have a chance to see that it works, and so they they overcome their prejudice straight away. So now anyone can compose music and can do it at a high level and start to believe in themselves. However, it should not be just a mere matter of faith, uh, rather the result of logical reasoning, which is uh, if I love music, it means I can understand it. If I can understand its rules subconsciously, then... Uh, even though I have never been made aware of those mysterious rules, I must admit I have an intuitive understanding of the music matter, which is actually much more important than knowledge itself. Now, if an expert provide, provides this know-how on my behalf, what reasons do I have not to believe that it is possible to bring my own music out? How can they know whether or not they have musical ideas or something original to express? <laughs> well, everyone of us is special and has something original to express, although not conscious of that. And even though the vast majority of us do not have the means to draw from those pure waters during their lives. And I can say that for sure, not only based on my over 10 years experience with brain arm, also because every person is a complex and extremely beautiful individual with their own, own mindset, ideas, beliefs, and tastes. So even if uh, the best part apparently has been eradicated by this world uh, through sufferings, trauma, building walls around their inner beauty, that spark, that light is still there and can shine again. More than everything else, music and art in general have the power to draw from the subconscious mind and bring our unique nature to the surface. That's why the music is unique. Yeah, I love everything you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> when you are with a person and your sessions are online and COVID friendly, how yeah. long does it take to get them to trust this method? Well, between uh, 10 seconds and one minute. <laughs> yeah, sure. To that. the person, it's all about understanding that they not only can trust brain arm, but also themselves as unaware musicians. And this trustworthiness usually becomes evident within the first 30 seconds as a, as a eureka moment. And then momentum starts from there. I was not expecting that answer. I was expecting a longer period of time. So that, I'm sorry. I didn't mean no, to laugh at you. Really. I was just surprised. I love that. <laughs> I I wish more people could witness those eureka moments and see the impact of what you're doing. Um, I have to. What is the percentage rate of success? And what about the quality of the music? Well, 
Nona has have uh, shown to be unable to compose music through Brainam so far, and I have seen more than 100 people since 2011. At present, uh, we have 47 manuscripts ready to be played in public, and regarding the quality of the music, the listeners will judge it in a minute. Yeah. So um, we're going to air three recordings of non-musicians. Um, and what do composers think of Brain Arm? I'm a composer. Please adore me. <laughs> How do you dare to compose? Only I have the power, the, the right and the monopoly over music composition. Mm. I think as composers, as well as the collectivity itself, should change their perception an idea of what being a musician really means, which thing can uh, itself become a sort of therapy for the collectivity and for the composer's ego and academic pride as well. Yes, the superiority of academism cannot be doubted. Once someone undergoes years and years of self-sacrifice, thorough discipline, study, and several exams, no doubt they have control over the music subject, while a non-musician cannot do anything on their own, even after using Brainam 1,000 times. And no doubt that many composers can freely compose for orchestra in any style they want and uh, at a high level, while this will never be possible for a non-musician by means of human interfacing. However, the power of non-musician's music demonstrates that people have great music inside, mm -hmm. some of which are so good that should be performed during concerts, classical concerts, as I did sometimes in the past myself. That's why lately I have uh, gained the support of several pianists to perform and record this music. However, not all composers think this way, unfortunately. At the moment, uh, just a few are supporting my vision and mission. I know Brunam might, might not be loved by all composers on earth, Getting to know that everyone has now access to music composition and potentially make this music at a high level. Of course, this can raise jealousy in some, mm -hmm. which is comprehensible. I myself am a composer. However, I believe that sooner or later, this monopoly has to come, at least in part, to an end. That regardless of what composers think and want, Quite recently, I was surprised and very pleased with the intuition of and appreciation of Mark Parella, whom I am very grateful to. He's a colleague composer from the United States and a former researcher at the Arnold Schoenberg Institute of the University of Southern California. The League of American Orchestra was about to kick me out of saying this was the future of music, and it is. So that's a quote from him. Yeah, yeah. I, I really was uh, amazed at what he said. Uh, I didn't expect that. I was. I, I thought I was the the visionary and the, the only crazy man in, on this earth, but there are many others. <laughs> <laughs> I would say us music therapists are in that bunch with you. <laughs> Because <laughs> we also Thank think you. everyone has music inside of them. We are in the same club then. We are. Before airing some brain arm music, here are a few testimonials from past brain armors. So we are going to hear child some children or musicians uh, and uh, very beginner pianos, piano students interviewed by me. Uh, plus... Uh, Excepts from a few brain arm sessions. 
Hello. Do you believe you are a music genius? No. <laughs> you can play the piano a little bit, don't you? Yeah. When you start to play the piano. I think I was eight, kind of nearly nine. Have you ever tried brain arm? Yeah. How was the experience? Did you like it? I liked making it because it like kind of makes you feel a bit proud. Can you please describe in few words how it works? I tried doing stuff out and stuff and like I got this thing that I really liked and then I kind of added on to that and made it sound better. Mm -hmm. Sounds kind of like Arabian. Yeah, it sounds Arabian, yeah. doesn't it? Very much. I'm gonna change the mode. That's so, cool. Do you want any other notes? No. Okay. So your music now is I like it like that. Yeah, I like it too. When we composed this piece, Dreams, Livy, how did we make it? Improvise. Improvising, that's right. Can you play an instrument? Yes, ukulele and piano. When did you start playing the piano? Uh, maybe a couple of months or something. Do you believe you're a musical genius? Um, so, have you ever tried Brainan? Yes. Okay. When you composed the music, did you write the notes yourself? Uh, did you play the piece on your own? No, my teacher. The music that came out, was it from the teacher or was your own music? Oh, uh, I made the music but I didn't play it. Okay, you made the music but he played it? Yeah. Okay. And how does your music sound to you? Interesting. Interesting. Mm. That's a bit weird. It's a bit weird, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. I love your music, Livy. Do you want to compose another piece now? Okay, let's improvise. You want me to write it down for you? you were saying it something. doesn't really make, but it doesn't really sound good with higher notes. Okay, so you don't want the high notes. I'm not sure. Mm. What about the low notes or the middle notes? <laughs> what do you think brain arm is in few words? Um, it's composing a piece of music using your own ideas. The teachers helped you and you have written the notes. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. How does your music sound? How does it sound like? It sounded strange in some ways, but I think it, it sounded quite good. And did you expect your music to sound like that? No, I didn't know it was going to be that good. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> we can now 
experiment going on for uh, just arranging. Yeah. Uh, we are going to use this song, Fly Me to the Moon. Um, you can tell me where you want to change anything. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, the chords, the rhythm, the melody. Okay. Sorry. Here with Holly today. Okay, and uh, we are here also with Mum. So uh, we'd like to know if Holly already plays any instruments. No, nothing. Not even for fun, just oh, punching well, on. She has, yeah, she has toy ones, a toy keyboard. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> very nice, very nice tune. Let me replay for you. Try green out today. Was this your music or my music? No. So hi. Hi. Can you play any musical instrument? Um, I can play the piano. Uh, well, and uh, at what level? Working my way up to grade one. Okay, very good. And do you believe it is possible for anyone to compose high-quality music without knowing anything about theory or instrumental technique, without having a special talent for music or even if tone deaf? Yeah, yeah. So, have you ever tried the brain arm full compositional coaching? Yeah, I've composed two pieces. Um, one I named Love and Discipline and it's i find it amazing because it has uh, so much character in it at one point it's very sharp and staccato and then it gets it's long and legato interesting so these were the children and now a teenager isabella 13 years old the beginner piano student This is Isabella. Uh, how old are you, Isabella? Um, I'm 13. Okay, great. And uh, can you play any instrument? Uh, yeah, I play a little bit of the piano. What is brain arm, according to you? Um, I think it's when you can sort of create anything you want quite easily. Um, and it's sort of also about expressing could you please describe the experience in just a few words? Um, I think it's quite fun and it's quite interesting to see what you can come up with just by playing almost random notes. Um, yeah. uh, before trying Brain Arm, were you able to compose music by yourself? Um, well, I probably could have, but not very well. But Brain Arm's really helped me. Okay, thank you. And if so, uh, how do you consider the quality of the music you were able to create before trying Brain Arm? Um, I think it was quite simplistic. I don't think it was that good compared to what I can now create. Okay. And personally, do you believe that 100% of people older than 7 can compose good music by means of Brain Arm? Um, I think anyone 
um, is able to create good brain arm. It just needs some imagination. Um, and yeah, you need to be able to try and keep going with it. Um, so then you can develop it. Thank you so much. And uh, now Kamel, around 25 years old, songwriter and beginner piano student. An interview before and after trying the brain arm. We are here with Kamel today. Thank you for helping people knowing about the brain arm. Nice. Can you play an instrument? Not fluently, so I've tried guitar Taken a lesson in piano, but, but nothing, nothing concrete, so I'm pretty much a novice. Okay, thank you. And um, do you have any music theory knowledge uh, already? Again, very basic level, so not much. This is a bit of a question. Do you believe you are a music genius that can compose straight away? No. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask this, of course. <laughs> do you believe uh, it is possible for anyone young or old, uh, uh, even for people who are tone deaf, to compose music at a high level straight away without knowing theory and instrumental technique? I don't believe so. No. Okay. Have you ever tried the brain arm? No. Okay, so we are going to do it today. Can you believe that everyone, no one excluded, has great music inside which can be expressed straight away? I do believe the first part, yeah. Everyone has music inside. Expressing straight away, that might be tough. Thank you. Okay, we can try the brain on. My name is Kamel, and today was my first experience with brain arm, with my brain arm coach Guido. It was really fun and, and interesting, very educational experience as a beginner. You know, as a novice, uh, it let me experience things at a much higher level than I am right now. You know, and that's motivated me a lot um, to carry on learning, to carry on practicing, so that one day I can sit down without someone there with me and compose music myself. Um, but even then, Guido didn't influence my creativity. He, he didn't give me any ideas or you know, take the music in any direction. He, the only thing he did uh, influence was the way in which those ideas, the way in which that creativity flowed. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of allowing me to become bogged down or get stuck um, and allow, you know, a dull moment to happen, he would gently prod at me and, you know, ask me questions to keep, you know, the ideas going, to keep the creativity flowing. And that allowed me to be very engaged throughout the whole process as well. Uh, and it made it a lot more fun. It hasn't actually changed my view on music. I always felt as though, you know, we all have this ability to understand and appreciate music. And we must have something to express as well. We just don't bear the means to do it, you know. Um, and Brain Arm allows you to sit with someone who has gone through the, the, the practice and has gone through that whole discipline of playing and learning how to play uh, music and play an instrument. And it allows you to express your musical ability through them, um, which is really, really good uh, and really, really liberating and rewarding as well. Um, and I look forward to carrying on with my music lessons and uh, to carry on with Brain Arm as well, um, because it is, it, it is very uh, motivating. So this was Camille. The last one is uh, a double interview with Yuri Sabatini. Uh, a professional tenor singer before and after trying the brain arm. 
So we are here with uh, Yuri Sabatini today. Yep. He's uh, a professional singer, a yes. tenor. Yes. And uh, I'll start first of all telling you why I'm looking for your expertise. It's actually, it's a few years that I have lots of musical ideas and I'm not a composer myself. I have just um, a basic knowledge of uh, theory of music and mm -hmm. I can just about put my hands on the piano. So um, I have these musical ideas and I would like to see them uh, um, realized into something. I really would like to have them recorded. Um, and yeah, that's why I'm here. Good. What do you personally believe regarding music? Do you, do you think it's possible for anyone, young, old, uh, even for people who are tone deaf, to compose music at a high level, straight away, without knowing theory and instrumental technique? Well, what I know about your, your method, I believe it is, it is possible, um, because something is, is, is coming into help, which is your expertise. If mm -hmm. you, it makes real sense, it's like, can somebody who is, I don't know, they're impaired, they cannot really speak, but if they have the, the connection with a machine that exactly. can express their, you know, what they want, they, they, I don't know what they do, they move their eyes or their hands slightly, and they can compute, and the machine is helping to express what they want to express. So, uh, yeah, the, the, the feelings, the thoughts that are going to be written or expressed in whatever way, it is a machine that does that. Um, it's their feeling, it's that. So in terms of music, I'm, I believe it's going to be uh, my musical ideas, just simply you realize them for me. It's like when you use a dictaphone to, you know, you, mm -hmm. you, are, you are dictating something to, to Google, Google finds uh, whatever it is, but it's you who are looking for it. Or, yeah, that I'm in, the, in the example of the dictaphone, you are saying the words and you write them down. And maybe a translator, the, the translator translates them, mm -hmm. but it still is your, your, your words. That you, are. you got the point. <laughs> so it's, I really believe it's possible. It's all, all based on interfacing and uh, it's a kind of reverse engineering I'm going to do with my musical mind and putting it in your hands so you can use it for your purpose. Good. Um, do you believe that everyone, no one excluded, has great music inside which can be expressed straight away? Uh, that I believe a bit less in, this, in the sense that for example, in, in my case, I have musical ideas. I find myself humming new melodies, new... I, I imagine orchestration in my mind mm. to express myself in, in, in musical terms. Uh, anyway, they come through in that, in that way. Um, I know that some people don't have that instinct or that desire, that, that if you want, that, that uh, predisposition. But I'm, surely I know that if somebody puts their hands or, or an instrument, even if they don't have a pre-conception um, of what they're going to create, they can, make music, mu they can make music in a way or another. They can make sounds. And, uh, and uh, I think if you're going to show them, look, this sounds, what you did is this, sounds like that, do you like it? Oh yes, that's exactly, I like this. Hi, I just finished the first session of Brain Arm. And I must say, I'm really, really excited. Um, from a you know, basic point of view, I, I was very much uh, uh, at ease um, with as a nice person to working with. So I'm looking forward to the next one already, uh, because what happened is I came here with the, with the idea of uh, trying my own thoughts. 
which we did also, and they sounded fantastic because Guido, put, you know, was able to interpret exactly what I had in my mind, and hearing it played was was so um, exhilarating for me because I said, "Oh wow, this is this sounds great! It sounds really, really good." I was really excited to hear my music played, and and so I the, the music sounds even. If I may say, even better, of course, better than what I can do myself, but even better than when I, what I imagined. Um, so it's very, very, it was an emotional at a certain point. And um, I would recommend everyone, if you have musical ideas or not, and you think you don't have musical ideas, just try and, um, yeah, Guido can really uh, guide you to um, make sense of, of, of what it is that you, you're trying to do there at the piano, even if you have to hum it. Actually, a few, few times I had to hum it because I couldn't find the notes on the piano. But this is what I had in, in my mind. And, and it sounds really, really great. So, yeah, that's, that's my first experience. I'm really looking forward to have something recorded. So if, you, if you're thinking about you know, having musical ideas, this is the, the best way, I guess, to, to get them uh, um, realized, to get them into, into a final product. The, um, the experience of uh, hearing my music played has confirmed that it, it was exactly how I had it in my mind. It's very romantic, uh, the kind of style of uh, an Audi, or even some points uh, we thought, oh, this sounds like uh, Hans Zimmer. Mm-hmm. Um, I have in, in my mind this, this, um, cons, this, this, I told, uh, these ideas, melodic ideas that really would go well with the film. And when Guido was, was playing my ideas I thought wow this sounds so good which makes me feel even more encouraged to to keep on transcribing let's say these these ideas into reality yeah that's that's what it is so so far so uh, as you heard not only uh, people who are not musicians can compose but also uh, musicians can compose at a high level by means of uh, the full compositional coaching Yeah, I there was so much information in there. And I what keeps coming to my mind is that you are a very special composer because they are very special composers. Oh, so I'm sorry. I envy them. <laughs> you but but as you are a person who is able to be the vessel between their ideas and putting it on paper. And I'm sure many people with your specific training don't have I'm that just feel. a carpenter I'm just a carpenter <laughs> true okay. I just drew black bolts on a white sheet that's Aww. it but for real like what you're doing is awesome and um that's a there's a lot of skill in there yeah I I, I think that slavery requires a lot of skills hmm. <laughs> so uh it's I I think it's uh anyway uh very rewarding to me uh, even though that music is not mine, uh, and I die from envy every time, but uh, it's rewarding to see how my skills can be helpful to others yeah. to to uh, bring their music out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, because there's not a lot of people in the world who can take someone else's idea and foster that into something, um, into a piece of music. So... That's it's really great that you are able to be that bridge. I wish not to be the only one. Uh, in the future, maybe we will be many. Hopefully, yes, I hope so too. 
All right. So we're going to listen to three brain arm recordings. Yes. We will start with Nighttime, a short piece composed by Camille, a French little girl who was only six years old. She was starting piano right at that time, so an absolute beginner with no musical background. Notice the French dreamy delicacy and impressionistic touch, similar to some music by Debussy and Ravel, which I think testifies how our cultural background influences our own sound identity mm. on a subconscious level. Like time. This is Camille, the composer of this beautiful, beautiful music. We still don't have a title for it. I'm going to play it for you. That's true. Yeah, you're right. It is interesting to see how the cultural background impacts the music so much. Yeah, very much. The second one is entitled Lemon Peel and was composed in 2012 by Jessica, a pastry chef who at the time was in her 20s and a beginner piano student following my piano courses. It wonderfully mixes up Jamiroquay's acid jazz with Ligeti's style. By the way, Ligeti is a Hungarian composer, classical composer, who died in uh, 2006, modern classical composer. Uh, you might wonder how a beginner piano student knows uh, and likes contemporary classical music. Well, I normally use to introduce my piano students to it, to help them open their mind towards experimentation and uh, stimulate their own musical ideas. Then they choose themselves consciously or subconsciously by whom to be influenced. Mm. Lemon peel. I would like to be the composer of this music, but unfortunately, I'm not. <laughs> well, I, 
I love how different they sound and how fitting the titles are so far because sometimes titles and like what I hear in the music don't match but these are dead on like these are true composers um your students <laughs> that's true the the last piece was composed by Francesca Fassino in 2013 and uh, is entitled a rock interlude at that time she was an intermediate level pop singing student who could play the guitar and uh, like Jessica she was in her early 20s. One day she came up with a simple idea of a song for solo piano, so I helped her develop it into a fully scored piano piece through Brain Arm. The style is in between Gothic rock and classical, but in the end it becomes Indian. And I'm sure I you will love it very much. A rock interlude.
and consider that none of these people is a genius. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I, I am captivated by how, how awesome it is that the music of these individuals is now able to be expressed and we can listen to it. Um, and I'm just in awe by that because I love being able to witness other people's self-expression. So, so there is life on Mars. There, <laughs> there is. Oh, so I, I am so touched by this. So for any pianists listening, um, the Brain Arms scores, some of the Brain Arms scores are downloadable uh, under the music page on the Brain Arm website, which I will link, but it's www.brainarm.com. Yes, not all of the music, of course, is suitable for classical concerts, but some pianists might want to have a look and maybe play some of their concerts. There's, some, there's music for every very diverse context. Uh, you will find experimental, classical, neuromantic, jazz, and other styles. Uh, and some are quite easy to play so that they can uh, even be assigned to piano students at an intermediate level. Yeah, I'm thinking for fun, it would be cool to, to download some of those pieces and just like work on my chops for fun. So thank you for yeah, creating that resource and for the Brain Arm students for sharing their music so we can all practice it. My pleasure. It seems like all the music is for piano. Is that true? Well, unlike guitar or violin, the piano allows immediate access, you know, mm. uh, to the whole notes uh, as they are available as keys. And unlike all other instruments, piano is a miniature orchestra as it covers the same range uh, of it and uh, it can emulate the timbres of the, the orchestra. That's why piano is preferred by composers when writing for a, an ensemble or orchestra. Uh, so, yes, 99% of uh, brain arm music is for piano, uh, as it's easier for people to compose uh, for one instrument only. However, there is no reason why they should not be able to compose for flute, violin, or other solo instruments by using the piano. And although it's complex, uh, there is still a chance to compose for various ensembles and even for orchestra, provided we use them in a traditional way anyway, by emulating famous composers, timbres, and uh, listening to them so that the person can choose the preferred sound and perhaps personalize it a little bit. So 99% of the music is for piano. What about the other 1%? Yeah, that 1% demonstrates that it is theoretically and also practically possible to compose to other instruments. Uh, a simple example of two-instrument music is an experimental jazz piece entitled Open Music, which is for piano and electrical bass. Uh, that was uh, started by Jessica. Remember the one of Lemon Peel? And, uh, and then it was completed by two siblings, Christian and Alessandro Camelli, who were respectively a primary school student and a teenager. Jessica decided to stop, unfortunately, in 2012, after three years of excellent work. So apart from being an interesting concept, as it involves uh, three people, not one, open music is also the first brain arm piece ever for two instruments. However, a piano beginner student from Netherlands surprised me and actually 
challenged me a few years ago when she asked me to help her to compose for piano and orchestra. Again, she was not a genius, but still quite talented. So I negotiated the challenge by proposing a piece for piano and string orchestra instead. So she started the piece called Zero Life. And actually, since this music was in a sort of neoromantic ambient style, it was rather easy to add the string orchestra, as this kind of music is, music is uh, very similar to the music of Einaudi, whose orchestration is very simple, basically. Wow. So what other effects does brain arm have on people's psychology and didactical aspects? Yeah, many report that brain arm had an impact on their self-esteem, motivation, boosting their love for music and for practicing. And interestingly, brain arm always worked with people with disabilities. I tried it with uh, one girl affected by autism, a young man with severe autism, and one teenager with Asperger's, uh, and another one uh, affected by total paralysis, uh, and uh, uh, the last one a few months ago, uh, blind, all of them were successful, and their music was amazing. And since uh, it is uh, uh, a top-down approach, Brainam also represents a privileged way to learn theory or review it without effort, while developing one's ear, musicality, and sensitivity. Mm. So we have some testimonials from people who have tried. And I'm going to read this. Yeah, thank okay. you. First one says, up to the age of 20, I never studied nor touched a musical instrument. And I saw the piano only as a great dream never to be accomplished. But now, thanks to this method and to the pianist composer able to bring out what really are and all the music that you have within and that you didn't know you had because you never had a chance to realize it. I can honestly say to have set great achievements and that still allows me today not to be discouraged and to believe in myself always. Love that. The next one says, this revolutionary revolutionary method allowed me to create a piece then successfully played during two concerts. My satisfaction was great. Brain Arm opened a musical world that I eh, ignored. Now I play regularly and have created about 30 pieces with such a self-confidence I've never had before. It has contributed to my mental health as well. Yes. The next one reads, my children have grown musically. And I want to just note here that um, sometimes as music therapists, we don't take note as much on the musical growth. We focus on so many other things, but I love that <laughs> this parent is highlighting the musical growth and its importance. Yeah. All right. The next one. Guido's sensitivity, intelligence, and musical acumen transmute our silence into music. Yes. Previously, I have composed on my own. Now I use brain arm. And although I've always thought that my composing is great, this is a whole other level. Guido is very kind and encouraging, and I highly recommend him. Two more here. Music lives inside everyone. I love that. And the last one says, it was an amazing experience. All right, we have a few from some expert and professional musicians as well. 
The first one is Sergio René Martinez from a composer from Argentina says, thanks to brain arm, there is an increasing approach to creativity and composition for a wider audience. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Fausto Bagule, a concert pianist from Italy says, Recently, I attended a brain arm session for one of my own friends, a bank manager who was totally new to music. This system can contribute actively to the practice of music on an expressive and emotional level. Eddie, an organist from South Africa, says, I am indeed interested. For instance, I think that we all start learning to read music at a too young age, establishing an eye-hand relationship rather than training the hand to do what the ear hears first. By doing so, we inhibit the imagination and spontaneous improvisation, uh, impoverishing our self-creating skills. As a classically trained musician, I envy people who can just hear things and play it on their instrument. So I agree with yeah. that in so many ways. Roger, who is a trumpeter, says, Getting non-musicians doing music is a brilliant step in removing the elitist perception of composing and music ma- making that many people have. Some of the best musicians and musical people I have come across appear in the most unlikely places. Builders whistling while they work, etc. So true. I can see brain arm working in special schools, rehab centers, young offenders institutions, and mainstream schools, just as an initial thought. Daniel Nicholson, a concert pianist and teacher, says... Brain arm is a therapeutic way of self-expression through composition. And Loardana, a singer, says, The brain arm method is fantastic, free, and gentle. It perfectly fits the individual's creative space. Wow. And we have a couple testimonials from well-being experts. The first one is from Desmond, who is a life coach. It was a great experience doing away with the formalities that stunts the very essence of what creativity and expression is really about. Yeah. It was a great confidence booster. For anyone who undertakes this experience, it can only move them to greater things. The next one is from Stefano, who is a yoga teacher. It speaks of me and my musical taste. If ever I started, I am full of enthusiasm because I feel I have the rich method to express my music fully. Brain Arm lets you learn music by means of music. The art is tying in every technical aspect to every notion we learn. It gives meaning to each of your efforts and charges you with enthusiasm. Each one of us has music within, even without the means of expressing it, because that means is the Brain Arm method. You are the mind, the hands, they let you borrow it. <laughs> and it is for those who have always dreamt of composing, as well as for those who didn't, even though they had music to express. Oh, those who didn't even know they had music to express. I like that too. Hyun, who is a music therapist, says, I am inclined to think the whole experience was a gentle and creative way of asking about ourselves. And I do believe that we can compose a piece of music as long as we can trust our ears and trust a facilitator. I spent 30 minutes with him trying 
oh, sorry. I spent 30 minutes with him to try, and I was pleasantly surprised that I produced so many questions. I recommend it highly to anyone who is curious about themselves and music. Matthias, a professional sculptor from Germany, said, It is a great cast of my feelings and of my character. All right. So you also had some journalists attend a public demonstration where um, they were volunteers and they tried out the brain arm method. Is that correct? Um, I... I uh, did a public demonstration in 2012 and another in 2013. And uh, there were people, yes, in the public who were allowed to try uh, the brain arm. Okay. So the first one is Alessandra Ciccolini. Ciccolini, yeah. Ciccolini, thank you. It will surely bear its fruits to you and to all who will try the brain arm method. Thanks from the heart for the music you happen to gush out from your essence and for the invigorating effects that you will provide to those who will come to listen to your music. That's how I felt today, listening to those pieces. <laughs> all right. Uh, Misimo Del Papa said... Those minimal fairy tales that are not so minimal in reality that you didn't expect that made just far away from hallucinations of the metropolis you can live that makes you suspect that life isn't all in a computer in waiting in vain in another dull day. There was more to life in hugs of those am um, there was more life in the hugs of those amateurs less than amateurs in some cases my brother had only been involved for two months that were congratulating each other that were despairing that were encouraging each other with hugs then in many empty liturgies of something charming and of the true music there is want music is an immense force gigantic music changes the soul and changes men music can take men and make them better and this school, of which I advise you to go to and visit its website to find out more, but even more to check it out yourself, wherever you are, has managed, I admit it, to surprise me due to its enthusiasm, its results, and a mixture of vigor and familiarity. Uh, Simone Caranate, who was 20 years old and affected by total paralysis, said... Such a beautiful experience. It made me realize that we all can create music despite our difficulties, and it made me raise my self-esteem. I recommend Brain Arm. It's a unique experience, and it lets you discover your own music. And your wife, Eliza, she has um, one in here, says, Despite I didn't believe in myself and my skills, I have found I am able to conceive and compose my own music, a music that reflects my complex inner world, that has helped me to have a better idea of myself and increase my self-esteem. Wow, people have lots of amazing things to say, and I love hearing how much they value the ability to both self-express and witness the expression of other people through music. Yeah, and I think that the passion for composing uh, can can uh, just uh, can be nurtured in people because people don't even think they can or they, they don't even think they could uh, uh, have some ideas. 
So let's say that uh, people are encouraged to compose since the primary school. We would then end up having many composers uh, uh, in uh, 20 years. Yeah, so true. So what's the next step or goal for Brain Arm? Uh, I read that you're the president of the World Piano Teachers Association for the UK Brain Arm chapter, uh, which is supported by the foundation and historical concert pianist Martha Argerich. So what's the purpose of that? Yeah, basically, it's all about getting people to know this new opportunity they all have. In this regard, we also aim to train other pianist composers to become brain arm coaches to allow more and more people to compose. So finally, another reason is uh, recruiting pianists to perform people's music in concert mm. uh, whenever possible, uh, as well as recording it. Also recruiting copyists to turn manuscripts into a digital format so that we can publish both the recordings and the scores on our website, as well as distributing this music uh, on, on various online platforms. Yeah, that's awesome. So the first place to check out would be brainarm.com. Yeah. Awesome. Do you have anything else you want to share with the listeners before we wrap up? I would like to end with a quotation uh, from uh, uh, a movie that I liked a, a lot, Coach Carter. It says, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our own light, not our darkness, the most frighten us. We ask ourselves, who am I? to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous. Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is, it, that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others.